Jumbo Good morning to each and every one of you and welcome to another blessed episode of Spiritual Vitamins. I am your host, The Chosen One. I come to you now because I'm a bit angry. And the Bible says, do not sin in your anger, and I will not. But the one thing I will not tolerate is people twisting up the Bible to mean what they want it to mean. I will not twist up people thinking they can misshape in the word to mean something they want it to mean. I will not tolerate when others allow themselves to say and use scripture as a way to justify their right to want to be angry. Now, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it said everything has its own set time of fulfillment. Amen. It says that everything, thank you for that. It said that everything has its own set time of fulfillment. That means there's a time to get angry. There's a time to be sad. There's a time to feel judgment. There's a time to feel happiness. There's a time to feel joy. There's a time to feel sorrow and misery. That means that you are going to go through situations in your life. The book of Ecclesiastes says nothing under the sun is new. It's all been done before. So trust me when I say God has it all under control. It's in his hand. When you decide to sin in your anger, the only one you hurt is yourself. For those of you who believe that that acting out in anger and picking up a gun and taking someone else's goddamn life to justify a person you know nothing about is wrong. The Bible says he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. And I'm going to tell you this now. I just got out of a conversation with a person that made me very angry. Because she tried to twist up the word to mean what she wanted it to mean. But I'm going to tell you this now. The Bible does not say anything about acting out in anger and causing war. Because God does not like war. He told the soldiers to march around the city of Jericho. But he told them to play music. He didn't say march around the city of Jericho with AK-47s and M16s. Grenade launches. He didn't say anything like that. He said, march around the city of Jericho and play music. They listened to God and the walls of Jericho tumbled and the enemy was defeated. They didn't have to lift a finger. <coughs> the city of Solomon Gomorrah was punished. For the way that they treated people. God had told Abraham and his family. Run from the city of Jericho. Go. Get from the city of Jericho. Do not turn around. And look. His wife turned around. And she was turned into a pillar of salt. A pillar of salt. He punished that entire city. When the world started becoming infested with sin, he told Noah to build a boat and take two of every animal. And he took two of every animal and his family and got aboard that boat and God flooded the entire earth. The entire earth. Killing everything. 
but the plant life and the fishes in the sea. He reshaped the world. So understand, one of the fruits of the Spirit is long-suffering. You have to go through a lot of misery before you get there. God took everything from Job. Everything. He took the man's clothes, the man's health, the man's kids, the man's wife, the man's riches, the man's land. He took everything from Job. Left Job with nothing. Nothing. Not even a clothes on his back. And yet Job stayed faithful to God and said, I'm going to continue to praise the Lord. And he gave Job back everything times 10. A far more beautiful wife. Kids that inherited the land. Riches as far as the eyes can see. Clothes of satin and silk. King's robes. So do not tell me that the Bible says that you are supposed to cause war. Do not tell me that the Bible says that you should pick up a gun and shoot somebody. Don't tell me that the Bible says you should live by the God daggone sword. Because several times God struck every person that lived by that sword down. Back during the ancient Roman times, there were crusaders who lived by the sword. They called themselves. I'm trying to remember here. The Knights Templar. They said they were killing the name of God. God wiped them out. Right at the right moment, a massive battle came along where they fought against the barbarians and the mongoloids, and they were wiped out. Every Knight Templar wiped out. The Catholic Church stripped their names from existence. <laughs> the Bible says, vengeance is mine, thus says the Lord. Vengeance is mine, thus says the Lord. Vengeance is mine, thus says the Lord. God does not tell you to kill anybody. Thou shall not murder. So I am sorry. But you sick, twisted fools that believe that acting out in anger and destroying something and being vengeful is a way to do so. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Count your blessings. Because if Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. were here to this day, he would be okay with the way things were. Because back during his time, man, you couldn't be black and do nothing. You got a home over your head. A school to go to, clothes on your back, a book to read. Thank God you got that. Because during Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s time, their books were as thin as pamphlets in a church. It came with three pages of knowledge. And you had to make do with that. You got a school to go to that got heat in it. And a seat. They had schools that had holes in the wall. And rats. 
<laughs> oh, y'all got me done. Got me started. Got me started now. You want to talk about police brutality. You want to talk about police. You don't have no idea what police brutality is until you lived in that time. I thank God I did not. Because I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I had to live during that time. To be sprayed down with a water hose. And dogs biting on you. Attacking you. Like you a piece of meat. They had guns back then. That they could have used on us. But they choose to beat us with batons. And watch us die slowly. So count your blessings. And remember, you are so lucky to not have to go through what they went through back then. And what happened? God punished each and every one of them. Our people sat in the cotton fields, praising God, singing hymns. And God was with us. God was with them in those cotton fields. I ain't making okay what no evil person does. But the one thing I will not do is I will not show fear. And stoop to the enemy's level of doing things. Because I'm going to tell you this now. You can stoop to the enemy's level. You can want to pick up a gun. You can want to act out an evil. Use bad judgment. But guess what? The law is the law. And eventually it'll catch up with you. The one thing I keep telling my brothers and sisters, there's always someone with a bigger gun. You go get you an M16, guess what? They got themselves a rocket launcher. You go get you an AK-47, guess what? They got themselves an MA. E4. They will always have more, better. So the only thing you can do is continue to live your life praying day to day that things will change. President Barack Obama When he came out, he said, change is going to come. Change is going to come. He promised us change. And he made as much change in the world as he possibly could. And indeed it did. There's a lot that we still have to learn. A lot we still need to know. A lot we still need to understand. We just cannot jump into the fray and be so blindsided as to be believing that evil is a way to solve things. Solve hate with more hate. Well, you can go right ahead. But I'm going to tell you this now. Jesus did not hate. He had the power of God on his side. Could have got down from off that cross and struck down the Pharisees. He could have struck them down. But he didn't. 
when they said crucify him, something that was completely against Jewish culture. Jesus could have healed his wounds and cast down a ball of fire upon them, but he chose not to. You ain't God. And it ain't your job to choose who lives or who dies. Neither is it that cop's job to choose who lives or who dies. Even if he has the law on his side, it's still God's decision. The angel of death works side by side with God. So, the minute you think of acting out in hatred and twisting up the word of God to mean what you mean, understand, (laughs) the word is clear and finite. One of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. Think about it like this. When Isaac brought his, when Isaac brought his son there, To be sacrificed to God. God told him. I just wanted to see if you were going to do it. But he told him do not sacrifice him. And he told him to tell all the other Jews. I no longer want sacrificial lambs given to me. They all thought he was going crazy. Vengeance is God's, not yours. Don't twist up the word. Don't think you can do is love one another. The Bible says, judge not yet ye be judged. For the same judgment you pass upon him, I shall judge you accordingly. I shall judge you accordingly. If you automatically deem someone evil in your eyes, understand, in the eyes of another man, you evil as well. You can't speak for everybody. You can only speak for yourself. Your soul and your righteousness is the only thing God going to ask you about when you get to heaven. He not going to ask you, well, what did you do for the black community? What did you do for black people as a whole? He not going to ask you that. He going to say, what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me? He going to ask you, what have you done for him? Because at the end of the day, he is Alpha and Almighty. <laughs> is the beginning and the end every civilization that has ever thought of enslaving or hurting anybody has met its end he took from Egypt everything everything wiped the Egyptians off the map they enslaved Hebrews they enslaved the Nubians their own people wiped them off the map The Romans went for years, killing the name of God. Wiped the Romans off the map. The Vikings called themselves Crusaders. 
wipe them off the map. Why is it every ancient civilization that existed finds its end according to God's word? We're in the end days. In the book of Revelations, it said that all of us will be marked by the beast. But that's a choice. God gave us free will to decide whether we want to or not. He sent a pandemic to the United States of America that is affecting the whole world. The whole world. Not just several cities, but the whole world. It's affecting the whole world. What does that say? That says that God is that powerful that he can wipe the whole world clean. If you don't believe, well, then what's your answer to COVID-19? What's your answer to that? And if you want to say it's man-made, it still was deadly enough to kill everybody. We have never seen death on a global scale like this since the Black Plague. And there's more people dying from COVID-19 than there was of the Black Plague. Huh. So let's walk out in love and not hate. Thank you all for being on my show today for this very special episode and blessings to you all. Rahobat. Nitir Yashar. Thank you.